Welcome to How to Start a Podcast for Your Business. My name is Harry Duran, and since 2014, I've been the host of Podcast Junkies and the founder of Fullcast since 2015, helping business owners successfully launch, produce, and market their authority building podcast. Welcome back. This is Pillar 2, Position. You know the drill already. If you haven't listened to episode one on mindset and episode two on plan, make sure you do that. These episodes work well when you listen to them sequentially. Assuming that planning is underway, let's get to work on your hosting options, some website tips, a walkthrough of equipment, and some best practices when it comes to scheduling guests. We touched upon the importance of a domain name in episode two, and I don't want to go down a big rabbit hole of all the different options for you when it comes to creating a website. One of the quickest hassle-free ways to display your episodes is to use the built-in webpage provided by your hosting company. Podcasting hosts such as Simplecast, Libsyn, Captivate, and Transistor provide easy-to-use webpages and are included as part of the plan. For a quick example of a show we did for a client, we had the pleasure of working with the co-creator of the movie Alien, Ronald Shusett. You can visit analieninhollywood.com and you can see the website that was created by the podcast host. If you want to take things to the next level and you want an easy way to get a site set up that's configured specifically for podcasting, I recommend Podcave for an all-in-one dashboard where you can manage not only your audio, but your website, social media, and episode planning. Okay, now we're going to get to the fun part, gear. Again, this is another rabbit hole topic. And when getting started, most new podcasters inevitably end up chasing YouTube videos, investigating what's the latest and greatest microphones, what's the hottest podcast tech. I'm going to make it super easy for you and give you my list of current gear recommendations. And this is going to save you a ton of time. I'll put this in one of two camps, beginner setup and professional setup. For beginners, hands down, my go-to recommendation is the Samson Q2U. The beauty of the package that the Samson comes in is that it includes not only the foam windscreen, but an extension on the tripod, which allows you to position it closer to your mouth, which is best practice for recording good audio. It's a dynamic mic and comes with XLR and USB connections, which gives you room for growth. As a matter of fact, I'm recording this episode on my Samson Q2U. For better positioning of the mic, Samson also makes a boom arm, the MBA38. Don't worry about trying to jot all these down right now as you're listening. As you might imagine, all the links will be provided in the show notes for this episode. Sony makes a collapsible set of headphones that I'll include in the links as well. Okay, what about for those of you that want to step it up to the next level? A very common and popular microphone is the Shure SM7B. Anyone who's familiar with Mark Marin or Joe Rogan and have seen them on video will very quickly recognize the Shure SM7B microphone. It is a clear industry standard and provides one of the best recordings money can buy. Now, the boom arm I'm going to recommend to accompany this shore is a slight step up from the Samson boom arm. It's a Heil PL2T boom arm. It's an industry standard. And the added benefit is that it allows you to hide the cables inside the arm of the boom arm. You'll want to add a little bit of gain and individual headphone and microphone volume controls. And for that, the easy recommendation is the Focusrite Scarlet. It comes in a solo and standard option and make sure you're selecting the 3G, which is the latest version. To step up your headphone game, I've provided a link to higher quality studio headphones in the show notes. One additional recommendation as of this 
recording is a new microphone out by Shure. It's the Shure MV7. Think of it as the little brother to the SM7B. So it's a nice middle ground between the Samson mic and the Shure SM7B. The beauty is that it's a USB-only microphone, so you actually don't need the sound card. So again, I'll have links to all of those in the show notes. And that's it. Yes, it seems oversimplified, and that's the whole purpose. You don't want to be overthinking gear. You just want to pick the items I selected so that you can keep moving and continue to make progress. Now that you have your gear sorted, you can focus on the fun part, actually recording your content. Regardless of whether you're recording a solo show or interview-based, you should always aim for the best quality recording. When it comes to your environment, as a general rule, rooms with a carpet and or curtains are better for recording audio. And at a minimum, you'll want to try and avoid hard surfaces and rooms with a lot of echo or glass. There's a reason many new podcasters end up recording in their bedroom closet. (laughs) And it's something that I actually tested out and did for my first couple of episodes. Now that you have your environment set up, you'll want to decide whether you're going to be recording solo or doing an interview-based shows. One of the easiest ways to record content is to use the existing programs on your computer. Without getting into a Mac versus Windows discussion, and for an easy solution to record content on your computer, use Mac's QuickTime application or Windows sound recorder. Naturally, if you're a bit more advanced or someone on your team has solid audio chops, you can look into tools such as GarageBand and one of our personal favorites, Hindenburg Journalist. Again, links to all these will be provided in the show notes. Let's dig into a little bit more detail when it comes to interview-based shows. It's important to choose a service that will not only allow you to record each conversation as a separate track, but also capture the audio locally as a high-quality WAV file. Our go-to recommendation is Squadcast, which records remote conversations via a browser. Squadcast allows you to have video for the conversation with your guest and makes the recording process seamless. As an alternative, you can use a tool like Zoom, but make sure if you do that you've updated the settings to capture each speaker as a separate audio track. And remember, Zoom recordings will only be as good as the quality of the connection. That's one of the benefits of using Squadcast is that regardless of whether you have a strong or weak internet connection, because it's capturing it locally, you can rest assured that you'll have a quality audio recording for each speaker. So to recap, remember to select a reliable podcast host that's preferably been around for several years and we'll provide a list in the show notes. Use the built-in feature of your podcast host to get a website up and running very quickly. Go with our go-to recommendations when it comes to gear, the Samson Q2U or the Shure SM7B for professional audio. Remember to record an environment that'll make your audio sound good and use a service like squadcast.fm to ensure that you can capture both sides of the recording in a lossless WAV file to ensure the best sound. Okay, well now we're rocking and rolling and we've got your show positioned to sound great. One of the biggest challenges when recording remotely is to ensure you're creating a great experience for your guest. This covers everything from how you invite them on the show to conducting the interview and then following up once the episode is published. And that's exactly what we're going to cover in the upcoming module, Produce. Thanks for listening to this episode of How to Start a Podcast for Your Business. To read the full show notes, download a full transcription, and review any links or resources mentioned, go to fullcast.fm. And if you're enjoying the show and have found the content valuable, please leave us a rating and a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash bizcast, B-I-Z-C-A-S-T. And finally, remember, the world needs to hear your voice. So yes, when I was in New York, 
I remember going into the closet and there was no AC there. So obviously it was very hot, very sweaty. And I remember calling up someone on Skype at the time and asking them to do a test call with me. We all got to start somewhere.